This is Karen McGill, and you are listening to From Burnout to Best Self. Welcome and enjoy the show. Good morning, everyone. I'm coming to you from my closet with my notes, my water, and uh, a head full of thoughts and ideas around uh, today's topic, personal leadership. Uh, I'll give you a brief rundown of how I came to this idea. Uh, I'm just in the middle of my morning process, actually, and I finished meditating. And during my meditation, I was doing this this heart-centering meditation where um, you just ask yourself questions about, you know, where am I going? What am I doing? Um, what's coming up for me right now? And listening to your heart and seeing how it responds. And Man, that is a practice that is not easy for me. Uh, I'm somebody who lives very much in my head. And if you are the same type of person who makes decisions that are based on uh, logic and rationality and judgment, judgment from yourself and, of course, judgment from other people, um, then it can be very challenging to listen to what's coming from your heart. And um, being uh, somebody who is challenged with that that struggle of trying to listen to my heart, uh, these meditation practices can be really, really helpful. Um, I sometimes use guided meditations. Uh, the one I did this morning was a guided meditation. The app that I use is called Insight app, uh, the Insight Timer app, I should say, and it's free. Uh, and there's so many meditations on that app so that if you are interested in doing some heart-guided meditations, then I would just search for it. Uh, the one I did was about 15 minutes long, and it was really effective. It, it, I always get a lot out of them, uh, and I highly, highly recommend that if you are looking to get into a meditation practice, that you start with guided meditations, because if you just try to sit down and be quiet for 5, 10, 15 minutes, you might struggle with that, but if you actually have somebody guiding you through an experience, it can be a lot easier, and it gives your monkey mind something to focus on. So uh, that's where I was this morning when this idea of personal leadership came up. So I'll, I'll give you um, a brief context around that and why it just it came up in my heart and felt really really um, imperative that I dig a little deeper. Uh, I have a business and in that business, I've been really struggling lately to make decisions on direction. Um, My business is what I consider a lifestyle business in the sense that I have no desire or vision to grow it into this big, massive company. And it's so interesting because when I talk to my best friend, who is also an entrepreneur at heart, her vision for, you know, where she wants to take an idea or a concept is massive. You know, she sees herself on global stages and she sees a massive company where she's the CEO and um, her vision of how she wants to create a business and a company and a legacy is so completely different than my, uh, than my own. And there's no right or wrong. But what I really appreciate is that we both have the self-awareness of, um, you know, what thinking big is for us. And, you know, we hear thinking big a lot. And for me, I feel a little uncomfortable with the idea of big thinking and thinking bigger for yourself and bigger for your life. Because I don't necessarily think that everybody's dream is grandeur. Some folks, you know, have a dream of a beautiful garden or raising a beautiful family. And there's almost this this sense of everything has to be larger than life in order for it to be successful that I find just exhausting 
sometimes smaller, sometimes more beautiful, sometimes digging deep and double clicking on a very small and minute area of life is where the beauty is. And it's not necessarily in big and grandeur and, and self-aggrandizing. And I'm not picking on my, my friend's um, vision for her future. I'm, I'm moving away from that towards this generalized idea of everything having to be big in order to be successful. And it's funny, yesterday I did an Enneagram test and I've done it a few times before, but I take different ones to see if I get the same results. And what always bubbles up to the top and to the surface for me is number three, which is the achiever. And, uh, you know, what rings true for me in that, and I'm coming back to the whole um, uh, decision and, and personal leadership, I'm, I'm taking a roundabout way towards it. What rings true for me is that um, when I follow my heart in my business and numbers don't reflect success because I am somebody who, again, is in my head and I am an achiever. And in order for me to see that I'm going down the right path, I, I need to see KPIs. I need to see metrics that are showing success or else I'm, I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong lane and I'm going in the wrong direction because everything has to be successful from the start. That is my, my nature. Uh, and I need to let that go because the reality of things is that you can't, you can't be successful in every endeavor of your life. First of all, because there are far too many endeavors in life that as human beings, we need to rise to the occasion for, right? Like, we're multifaceted beings. We're not just here to drive business or to, you know, be in a job or to drive success for other people or ourselves. Um, we're not just here to pay bills. We're not just here to be parents or spouses or best friends or siblings and, and daughters and sons, right? Like we are multifaceted beings. We're here to be all of those things, but we're also here to to express our, our true nature and um, express what's in our hearts. Like if you're someone with, with any level of, of spiritual curiosity or openness, so I'm not even necessarily talking about religion, but if you're, if you're open to the idea that as human beings, we're here for a reason, whatever that may be, then you've, you've got to believe that it has to be more than just work and success and achieving, um, and, and being worthy enough, again, I come back to this not enoughness that I've been talking about in all of the episodes that we've got to be here for more than just that in this imaginary um, metric and this imaginary stick where, you know, we're, we're either successful or we're not. Um, and today, what came up for me in the context of all of that is personal leadership and a model of directing your life so that there's possibility that you can be successful in your own right without having to compare yourself against any metric across any pillar, you know, whether it's business, family, being a good friend, not a good friend, being a good person, not a good person. If you can have a model for your life and lead yourself towards that model of, and that vision for what you think success is, whether, you know, it's, like I said, raising a beautiful family or creating a beautiful garden where no garden existed before, or, um, you know, maybe 
maybe your ideas of success are, are more grand. But having a vision, a very specific vision for your life that's encompassing of more than just success in career, because I think a lot of us type A's have that tendency to measure success that way, but in all areas of life and leading yourself towards that vision. So for me, the idea of personal leadership, and I think that there's a lot of different ideas, and I was doing a little Googling before um, before I got into this recording, personal leadership tends to lean towards the genre of, of business and professional leadership. And I can see why, you know, most might think of it in that regard. But I would, per, I would invite you to think about personal leadership as something more than that. It is what you want your life to represent. It can include business, and that could be a big part of it. It can include, you know, financial success or um, professional success, but it should include more than that. It should include what your model of integrity is or and self-awareness, like knowing, you know, what am I on the Myers-Briggs scale? What am I in the Enneagram scale? Am I an introvert or an extrovert? Not that any of these one single metrics would define you, but knowing what they are will help you develop your own sense of self-awareness so that it'll help you guide yourself and your decision-making process towards the vision that you have for your highest self. So building your self-awareness muscle is a really good thing to do, and it should be part of your personal leadership plan. I feel uh, like there's so many things we can do in this life, so many things we can do. And yeah, we hear, you can have it all, or you can have it all, but not all at once, or you can't have it all. And I don't know what the answer to that is, because I think the idea of having it all is so individual. How can anyone say, you know, squarely that you can or cannot have it all? All is a relative term. It has to come from you. So when you think about all in your life, when you think about the vision for where you want to go in your life and what's important to you, you start with your values. Uh, If I use myself as an example, I know very clearly what my values are. Freedom, independence, and beauty. They have always been that. And you might think beauty sounds a little vain, (laughs) but let me unpack all three of them. Freedom and independence are very similar to me. I highly value having... um, a schedule that's not overcommitted. White space is really important to me, is important to my psyche. Uh, being busy is a really uh, draining thing for me to be. Uh, too much peopling is a very draining thing for me to be. So I need a lot of alone time. I need a lot of downtime. And I need a lot of flexible time because in order for me to be creative, I feel like I need to be in the right space. Um, I would not, if I had a job where I needed to, you know, commute and work nine to five, I would not be sitting in my closet at eight o'clock on a Tuesday morning recording a podcast because I felt inspired and I had an idea to share. So for me, that idea of freedom and flexibility is number one. And that guides a lot of my career choices. I could be doing a, a ton of different things that would probably make a lot more money, but I would be beholden to the schedules of others. And that doesn't work for me. I've tried and I am miserable when I am beholden to a schedule that is not my own of my own design. So in order for me to design that aspect of my life, I have to be very careful about what I say yes and no to professionally. Uh, it's also true for me when it comes to my fitness, which is 
in that beauty category. And I'll unpack the beauty piece in a second. So please just know that it's not a vanity marker, but I do put like fitness, health, wellness in that area of beauty. And even the way I interact and I work towards those personal goals in those, in that category, it's got to be very fluid for me because one day I might feel like rolling out a yoga mat and just, you know, being centered and, and heart focused in my movement, my chosen movement. And other days I want to be blaring music in my ears and lifting heavy weights or doing a hit. And I need to be able to do all of that in my own time and in my own schedule. I usually do it in the morning after I've done my morning routine, but it can't be rushed. I used to go to a yoga studio when I lived in LA and it was about a 25 minute drive. If you know LA at all, you know that traffic is just unknown there. And I would get so stressed trying to make it to my yoga class on time and find parking because um, it was just in a busy plaza that I would defeat the purpose of going to yoga. And then after the class, I want to feel all chill I would get back in my car to fight traffic to go home. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm spending, you know, all kinds of money on this fancy LA yoga studio and it's draining me to do it. So having that level of self-awareness is really important. So when I talk about, you know, a personal value of beauty, sure, it does have that, you know, look my best, feel my best element, but that's a small piece of it. What I've noticed for myself is I am far more productive and calm and centered. I am um, most inclined to be in my my parasympathetic nervous system, which uh, nervous system mode, which is the nervous system that you want to be engaged in um, most of the time. When I'm in an environment that's orderly and calm and peaceful, when I have neutral colors around, uh, I would not know these things if I weren't looking for them, right? Um, I do have uh, an appreciation for art, but perhaps not... um, in a fine art sense, I know what I, when, I, when I see a painting or a picture that's beautiful and it brings out a feeling in me and an idea in me and I want to have that near me. And it can be like a cheap print. It can be a painting that I picked up on a, you know, an excursion. If you came to my house, you would see different pieces of art around um, Buddhism because I did a lot of travel through Southeast Asia and the idea of Buddhism was just very inspiring to me. I don't call myself a Buddhist, but I love the philosophy of Buddhism and I embrace it um, as part of my experience in life just because I dove so deep in it uh, on various different trips to um, the Middle East, or not the Middle East, um, Eastern um, Asia, Southeast Asian. Uh, So I'm babbling now. But see, all of those things, my environment, the way I look and feel, the way I present myself, the way I look for inspiring, inspiring things that are visual to me and compelling to me, websites, um, fashion, although I don't call myself a fashionation by a fashion, fashionist. oh my God, I can't talk tonight, guys, or this morning. I don't call myself a fashionista by any means. Uh, but anything that I see that just brings up a feeling in me, a visual feeling in me, I guess I'm, I'm uh, very, I'm drawn to things that are visual or I am visual and I'm drawn to things that spark a creativity uh, in me and it, that I find visually compelling. So all of that, I, f- I, I kind of put into that bucket of beauty and I look for it and I appreciate it and I covet it 
So those are my three values. And I, I won't belabor it because I think I kind of talked about how I let those things draw me uh, towards my own personal sense of uh, personal leadership. And my path of personal leadership is always moving towards a vision and a goal that I have for my life that is very personal to me. Uh, that is what I would consider my legacy to inspire others, to teach others, to communicate. That's my highest skill. And I feel like that's my legacy because I feel like I have a talent for writing. I have a talent for expressing myself, although sometimes I ramble. <laughs> but those are, those are my legacy. If I, can, if I can inspire others through thought and through word, then I have fulfilled what I think I'm here to do. So that is where I point myself towards from a personal leadership standpoint. And the way that I get there can change as it needs to. But the end goal is always the same. You know, getting to the point of what I think I'm here for and using my personal values to drive that. But, you know, sometimes at some point in my life, that's going to be, you know, focused around business. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just focused on creativity or expressed in my relationships because I don't just want to inspire my community, my broader community, but I want to inspire my family. I want to inspire my husband and my friends uh, to all reach for their own goals. And you know, I want to be a cheerleader to the people in my life that I love. So it starts there, but then it goes broader towards my community. Um, you know, the people that I know in my life and the people that I don't know, you guys, you sitting here listening to this podcast, and thank you for doing that. Um, I want to inspire you. So these are all my thoughts around personal leadership. And how I want to leave this with you is to ask you, how are you leading yourself? How are you bringing yourself towards your vision for what your life is about? Do you know who you are and what your values are? If I were to ask you, what are your top three values in life? Would you know off the top of your head like I've rhymed off mine? If you, if you don't, it's fine. But would you give yourself enough time and space to think about it? Um, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it to know what you value because if you do, and especially if you have it in writing, then every decision you have to make in life will be a lot easier. You'll be making a choice from three different jams as opposed to 10 or 20 different jams. And you're far likely to make the right decisions when you're comparing them against your values. And you will have a far likelier uh, sense of satisfaction from your life if you are making your decisions in alignment with where you want to go and that direction and that purpose and that sense of vision. And it doesn't have to be business related and it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be go big or go home. It can be small and beautiful and it can be uniquely yours. So that's what I want to leave with you with today. And if you can give yourself a little space in your day to journal or meditate on it, if you're somebody who is has a very busy mind like my I do. Uh, I highly recommend journaling. I have some journal prompts on my website. So if you go to thefithabit.com, 
in the sidebar. I'm going to put those journal prompts right there so you can go grab them. And if you can journal every morning for 30 days towards the direction of your personal vision, you will be surprised, so surprised at how steadily you start to move in that direction. So I have some very specific journal prompts that uh, will take you there. And this morning, I will make a point of putting those on my uh, sidebar of my website. So if you go to thefithabit.com and scroll on the sidebar, you will see uh, a button for journal prompts that will take you to um, some very specific transformational prompts that might help you if you are somebody with a busy brain. And you don't have to do it in the morning if your mornings are crazy. You can do it at night before you go to bed or some point in the day when you have just a minute to yourself. Uh, But I do encourage you to carve that out because a life lived with intention is so much richer and more and deeper and more juicy than a life that's, um, you know, led by the circumstances around you and driven by your inbox (laughs) and the agendas of others. Consider your own agenda and consider where it is that you want to drive yourself and you want to take your life and what you want your life to represent. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up. I hope you guys have a beautiful day and uh, I will talk to you soon. Bye now. You guys already know that I advocate great nutrition and daily workouts in order to get from your place of burnout to your absolute best self. The problem is getting there is easier said than done. If you're busy, you don't have time to get to a gym, you don't know what to do when you get to the gym, and you actually hate working out, then I have a solution that might help you. I train women online every month in a small online group environment, and I encourage, guide, and coach all of these great women to get to the best version of themselves. If that sounds like something that might help you too, this is a very affordable solution for the busy woman who just doesn't have time to get to the gym. So if you want to learn more, head to thefithabit.com forward slash train with me and find the details there. Talk to you soon. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of From Burnout to Best Self. I really appreciate you being here and I would super appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That really helps me get the podcast out to more people and to help me get better people on the, or not better people, but fascinating people on the podcast. So do me a huge, head over to iTunes, give me a five-star review. I would really appreciate it. And also... I would love to connect with you on Instagram. I like to see the people who actually listen to this podcast. I want to see my community uh, face-to-face. So go over there, follow me on Instagram at burnout to best self, and uh, let me know you're a listener. I'd really appreciate it. If you want to do a screenshot of the episode that you uh, are listening to and share it on your stories and tag me, then I will be happy to share back. So um, thanks for connecting, guys. I love you, and uh, I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Take care. 